Ooh, look at that. That is refreshing. You talk. Give me two. Oh, fantasy. I should do. Damn, fantasy for love. Garbo time. Hey. 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 All right. Hey. Another night. Another day. Another dollar spent. How's everybody doing tonight? TRU. TRU. True. True. Stand true. T-U-R-D. Turd. Spelled correctly. <laughs> right on. Got a good show tonight. Got a lot going on. We got a special guest in studio, Mr. Ryan DeFern. Hey guys, happy to be here. And we got uh, another special guest calling in later. Let's let's do a quick rundown of what we're doing tonight. We have our, our normal opening thoughts. Going to move into the fishing report. Get a little weather going on with Sean. Uh, we're going to talk about the Savannah Bananas. If you've ever heard of them, uh, exhibition baseball team out of Savannah, Georgia. Then we have a fun game we're going to play uh a lot of fun. I hope I hope everybody enjoys this one. It's uh, called Guess the Sitcom, where I'm going to play the opening music for a 80s, 90s sitcom and go around the table and you guys guess what show it is. I have a feeling Frank's going to win this. Maybe I am kind of excited. Yeah. <laughs> but I could fall flat on my face as well. So it's, uh, we'll see. Should be fun. Uh, then we're going to take our halftime break. Who's our musical guest tonight? Can I get a guest? Stevie tonight? Wonder. You got one? Uh, I did have a, I, I Barrington maybe Harry Belafonte Levy? Barrington Levy yeah I was thinking that but I I think no I think little Harry Belafonte would be probably best go. okay that'll be our music guest uh, then we're gonna have our, our guest call in and we're gonna talk about this this person that was put on the radar by by our friend here Ryan Defern in studio his name is uh, Leonard Skinrod out of Reno, Nevada. And Ryan sent sent some of his buddies on a text thread just some information about this this marathon runner out of Reno, Nevada named Leonard Skinrod. And it's just too interesting not to talk about. So we're going to talk about him a little bit. Um, Sean's going to give us a history fact. Frank's going to give us an umpire rule. We're going to do our birthdays and end it with our life sentence. Frank, you see his pick three? Oh, Frankie C's pick three. Sorry, bro. <laughs> trying to sneak that in there and just. I'm just killing it. Yeah, just kill that one. No, we got Frankie C's pick three in there as well. You got to redeem yourself. I know it was bad last, last week. week. Was bad. Uh, I hope to this I week. Think you were you hit your all time low. That's all right. We all hit it. Where can you was go after hitting my, rock bottom? My performance the week previous. No. No. Um, well, you're. Performances are always kind of yeah. yeah okay. I mean the Beetlejuice just yeah okay. Let's we don't talk about that anymore. We told told you not to bring that 
You were eating a lot of torkel berries that day. Torque out. <laughs> you were torqued out. <laughs> torkel scan. Torkelson. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Um, so opening thoughts, guys. Uh, allergies are kicking my butt. I don't know if it's a cold or allergies or both. But I'm with you. Allergies I don't know are, you, they're real. They're real. They're, it's out there. Yeah, what are Napa we, County, Sonoma County, they're there. What are we doing for it? Neti pot. Oh. Neti pot. Yeah. Is that that's what I that work? Yes. Wow. Live by it. Once I get up and once I go to bed. And if it's bad, maybe sometime during the middle of the day. Okay. No, you get brain bacteria from using those. Isn't there an old No, you wise get, you gotta use uh, well I mean you should I replace keep, the water. So to say reuse the water. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um no, if you keep the, the vessel, the, the pot clean and you're using the right water, you know, you boil it typically. You know, if you're using tap water, you know, you gotta boil it distilled, just heat it up and take a bidet for your nose. Bidet for your nose, yeah. What's the is it the f- fernage or what's the, the thing we hear out on the radio? Novage. The novage, yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's on Cambio it's, like every it's time they suction. get a commercial. That, break. That's the only, it's like a neti pot, but it has mm. the process of like sucking all the Okay. You tried that stuff. yet? I haven't. It's, I mean, it's pricey. It's like you got the neti pot. It costs you like ten bucks. You're good to go. Yeah, and that, I keep wanting to transfer over and get a bidet, but they're kind of pricey. I know there's some reasonable ones out there, but we have one. You do? What do you think? I don't. Use, I haven't used it. What? No. Come on! You didn't not even once. Not once. I heard it's like the three seashells in uh, Demolition <laughs> Man. Remember the three uh, seashells? He doesn't know. It's, it's he hidden. doesn't know. It's hidden. It, it like it is like this little, you know, it, it extends out. It's, it's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do you not use that if you have one? It has a heated seat too. Can you use all this before next week's episode and report back? Can I actually for uh, for, for the group? <laughs> can I actually ask the? The wine doctor, Sean, a question that goes means. This with is, this the, is the, the open just open thoughts. So whatever I've you heard, want. Claritin works pretty good for um, Claritin D. Claritin D. Don't those make you a little <clears throat> zonked out though? Too drowsy. Well, That's aren't why aren't we always zonked out though? Yeah, one way or the other. <laughs> Don't need to add to it though. <laughs> but I guess the interesting thing I've heard in regards to wine is that white wine versus red wine. Red wine. Is made with the skins of the grape. Correct. Which carries histamines mm. and can lead to a headache. So if you drink wine and you get a headache, if it's only red, you could literally take a Claritin before you drink it and you won't get the headache. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Most people that say they get a headache when they drink wine just drank too much wine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good call. No, that's interesting. But I've never red heard wine, that. Red wine can, it has a lot more sulfur in it. So, or, so I hope you were. Reason. I thought you were going more of like you know they say take local honey you know like in a tea or something that mm-hmm. helps you know I was like oh, yeah. hoping you you know drink local wine which will <laughs> then kill the allergies oh, and, that's, you know give mm. me more of a reason to you could be honest drink Sonoma wine drink local yeah. wine yeah it'll Cure help your, your allergies, allergies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're solving all the problems tonight. Nice. Good question, Fern. No, great. I did. I never. I've never heard that. And if there's, sadly, any- you stumped our wine guy too. Honestly, I mean, the guy that we go to for anything wine was mainly packaging, though. Ah. Mm. Yeah, he was telling us they package. They use fish bladder in processing wine. Not never everybody. Pe- people do though. 
I'm still There was another ingredient too, wasn't there? People use eggs. Eggs. Egg whites. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Oh, like a, a meringue to make a nice little. Yeah, they make a little meringue. Mm. Just dump it in. Mm. Boom. Are you, wow. There are okay. stories from the, like way back in the day uh, when I worked at Kenwood that they would have to crack like hundreds of cartons of eggs to get enough to do what they needed to do. Now it's, you can get a freeze-dried product. That's Wow. Nobody knows this, though. No, no one knows this. You're exposing It doesn't the need to industry. be written on the label, which is kind of weird. Because kind of what we went over last, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Should we move on to? Uh, oh, qu- I I wanted to mention this when we were talking b- bidets. Begin <laughs> with the bidets. Is that, this guy? We, we <laughs> well, well it kind of has to do with um, <clears throat> bidet toilet paper. You know, you use a bidet to get not have to use toilet paper. But if you're like most of the people in America, you use toilet paper. Do you guys know there's a right and wrong way to put it on the roll? Yes, yeah. I've, I've, uh, yeah. Uh, well, what's the right? Supposedly way? there is. I, I think with the the flappies up, so you pull it like this. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So the 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 paper you're gonna pull is coming up over, so you would be pulling uh, yep. it down where the hangy. Yeah. If I ever come side. to your house mm-hmm. and you have it flip flop, what if it just sits on the back of the toilet? He doesn't even need toilet paper. Oh, well, yeah. and technically, I, we only have one toilet that needs toilet paper. That's right. You have the three seashells at the other one. Yes. Wow. Um, so so yeah. there's a remote control. I mean, so remote control has different settings as far as the repetitiveness of the cleaning and the, the, I guess, flow. the, the flow, the speed of um, it can be cold. It can be warm. And then there's even a fan just to kind of. How are you not using this? I know. I'd be all over that thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's there's this. Yeah, it's like, like, can we? uh, I wouldn't even try it. I mean, for can we take a field trip to your house and check this out? By all means, (laughs) we all use it. Maybe I use it for a hillbilly bath, like on a hot. Let's do this. Let's (laughs) put your face in there. I'll do the next week's (laughs) show on the bidet from the toilet. From the toilet. Yes. And we could maybe even just do our show from my bedroom. There we go. Or, and, the, or the bathroom. Or the bathroom. And Frank could be on the remote control. The whole t- yeah. Controlling the bidet. The whole- yes. Or we could, like, if you're wrong, you know, like, instead of shock therapy, well, you don't know if warm or cold's coming, you know? And we'll, I mean, there, what, there's so many ways. What's the PSI the water's coming out at? Uh, it's not that much. No. It's just, you know, below five, I think. Okay. It's, it's can minimal. Can you crank that up a little bit for me? You can adjust it, yes. I want a power blast. Let's do it. Can I uh, <laughs> call out? One of our buddies, and just tell a quick story, really quick. Our good buddy Elliot Carlson. Yeah, we could bleep. Ooh, we say, could bleep. Do right. you have the bleep if we need it? We, we don't do last <laughs> names. We, oh. First names are fine. Right. We, we tend to to leave the. Our good buddy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is actually putting me out there too. Okay. Uh, we went to Europe while everybody else, after our senior year, went to, uh, or while everybody else was in Mexico. You know, we did that like Europe senior trip. trip. I yeah. remember senior trip. <laughs> yeah. So Elliot and I arrived in England and walked into our hotel and we stared at that thing. We didn't know what it was. It was a drinking fountain, no. So Elliot, <laughs> and, I are si- Elliot and I are sitting there for about two minutes staring at it and he goes, Oh, it's for your feet. You know, you clean your feet with it. <laughs> and so the next we morning. We have filtered water in every room. <laughs> yeah. I think the next morning we both cleaned our feet. Oh, yes. And we came down to breakfast and we told everybody and they all just. Oh, that's great. Put their head down and laughed at us. Hillbillies. Elliot's, our- Elliot's filling his water bottle and shit. <laughs> <laughs> his canteen for How the day. That was our first experience with a 
the day. I'd actually never seen one, never used one. And then the next person and he had convinced me. I was like, oh, well, all right, Elliot, crack the code. It's for your feet. I guess we're just, we clean our feet. What a, how nice to have it own, like, dedicated little yeah. space for your feet to wash your feet. Europe's really got it figured out. Yeah. That's hilarious. I love it. All right. You guys want to keep going on this, or should we move on to the fishing report? Well, let's see. Uh, let's put some uh, bait on the hook. Put some bait on the line. Rip some lips. Ripping them lips. The Definitely not ripping lips lately. I'll tell you that. It's been slow out in the Napa River. Everyone's uh, getting over the dirty water. It's pretty muddy out there and murky. And yeah, the stripers aren't aren't hitting throughout the Napa River too well. My dad's in Redding and over there in Shasta, and he is catching trout, which is typical for right now. And people are hitting bass, big bass, big, big bass up in Shasta, four or five pounders, which is which is nice. Uh, Clear Lake's been really good, too, for bass. Um, catfish all, all season long. They have catfish uh, tournaments going on, like, every weekend right now there. Pretty, it's awesome to watch them on Facebook. They have like their own live page. And you ever get in one of those tournaments? Never have. Thought um, about it? I do have a friend that's um, Sonoma local that goes up there. Epi actually knows him. I'm not supposed to talk about people's names, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, right. First names are fine, last names. Name, yeah, he goes, his buddy Maddie goes there and does the fishing tournaments. Um, he's done them a couple times and then not, not in a while, but he's been going. Clear Lake the last month he's been there a few times. He's been catching a lot. A lot of bass. Are people eating the catfish they pull the, out of Clear Lake? The catfish, Lake? no. No. They, 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 they release them. Most locals, like, in lakes and rivers like that, it's it's more catch and release. It's more just fun. Some fish aren't too good to be eaten. First, for first months, like the, the no, I wouldn't eat a fish that came out of a pond. That would be or Clear Lake, Clear Lake especially. Uh, <laughs> Clear Lake's more of a but lake no, than a like, pond. Like, but most people are fishing for sport in the lakes and rivers. That's what I'm getting to. Is you know, there are people that will catch trout and bring them home and smoke them. Like I, at Shasta, I caught a ton of fish over there. I would Shasta. definitely keep a trout. I, I would keep I any trout I catch. Them and they were like. Whether it's the right size or not. Things. Ooh, poaching. There's like several, several eight fish just off of these. Um, what are those ones? Um, the bait casters? G rats? Mm. No, the bait caster. The, the real? No, the little, they're bait. They're called. Yeah, no, there's a. It's, it's a bait. <laughs> it squiddy is a, squid. Because it's a bait caster, Squibber. but it's a. Squibber um, squid. Because I know they call reels bait yeah, casters the, too. Yeah, the ones that the quick you one. hold your thumb over. Which I have tons of them, but. No, the, it's um, yeah, Damn it, Jeremy. It's a baitcaster a bait lure, but they're, they're you would know what they are. It's it's something caster, like and a it, it's just a No, it's just a silver or gold little flat little bar, and it has two. Oh, that, uh, yeah, trout lure. I know what you're talking about. The black yeah, panther, um, or Master, I want to say. Castmaster. Yeah, or a super duper. Exactly, and and like yeah, and that's what they tag. Because I was there when I was there that day. I fished like three days in a row in Shasta with my dad. We were getting skunked and um, taking kayaks around. We were fishing fast. 
Starting to get a little mad too. I bet. Yeah, I caught a. How one, pissed were you? I caught a bass. I can just off, see you and your dad so a, pissed. I know. I caught a bass out there off of anchovy, and it was the first fish to get us on the board. Then the next day we went back out. Actually, this was um, yeah. The next day we went back out. Marino was with us, and I tagged like I saw what happened was I saw this boat pull up and they came in the channel, and they, every cast I kept tagging them and they were far enough to where I couldn't tell what they were catching. I just thought they were bass. Like, darn, what lure are they using, you know? And uh, they came a little closer, and they're like, how, how are you guys doing? We're like, haven't caught anything, but we just saw you catch 10 fish in a row in, like, five minutes. And they're like, yeah, um, some pretty nice trout down here. And I was like, oh, trout? I thought you were catching bass the whole time because we thought we were seeing the fish. And they are just sitting there, and they weren't hitting bass baits and bass lures. They were trout. So then finally they told me, they're like, do you have any of these? And I was like, no. You had the wrong rig. Come on, he man. gave me one. Tagged like seven in a row, eight in a row. My dad started hitting them because then I was like, I have some, but they weren't in the gold color. They're black and blue, like chrome and blue. Everybody knows. But they started not hitting, to use the black and blue. No, they hit them. They hit them just as well. <laughs> and and so I gave my dad one of those. And we started tagging them. Went home, brought them home, cleaned them up, smoked them, smoked them, got home and mm. smoked them. Like and um, rolled them up, or how'd you smoke them? I, no, actually. I did smoke them. I thought I'd dehydrate them for a second. Nice. I smoked them. They were good, man. A little trout jerky. It's really good. That was a, that was the last time I actually caught fish and ate it. Bam! That's the only caught, reason I want to go fish to catch it and eat it. In between those times, I've caught crab, dungies, but oh, I thought you were the other crab. Yes, I. <laughs> that's back in the <laughs> Ivy days. <laughs> the uh, the uh, Del Playa days in yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. That was when you shared my sleeping bag and stole it from me. <laughs> oh, you're saying I gave you crabs? Come on. Come on. Took my wetsuit How? or something. Sniffing my boxers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Caught me sniffing your boxers that one night. Yeah. I thought they were mine. <laughs> Which is still weird. It's still clean. weird to sniff your own boxers. You had to make sure they were clean. <laughs> No, that's I'm right. sure you were check. sniffing to check yeah. that they were yours. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's my set. <laughs> oh, for there sure. it is. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, Fern, anything you want to add to the fishing report? Mm, been fishing quite a bit recently. Uh, it's just been stunning. Warm uh, winter. It's obviously past. I imagine. Haven't been bass fishing, but I imagine the bass fishing's picking up quite a bit. I have been on the coast. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago when it was still raining and it was it was tough, but I imagine it's much better uh, as of recent. Um, but most recently, I've been up in the Sierras and the rivers and creeks are flowing really well. They are beautiful. I imagine it's a little tough, though. The Yuba River, I was up walking along last weekend, didn't bring my pole. Come on. Uh, scope the Truckee from I-80. Uh, but with the heavy flow, I imagine it's a little tough. Probably a month or month and a half from now, it'll probably get a little bit better. But a great time to fish. Spring's one of the best, most exciting times to get out there after winter when you've generally not been fishing as much. Yeah, what's your advice to all those uh, those fisher 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 uh, men and women out there? Mm. What do you, what's your advice going into the this, the summer season? 
rip it and rip it. It's a tough one. Rip it and rip any one thing. General advice: uh, patience. Be patient. Do some research. There you, you know. go. Any spots you want to give out? Any secret spots? It's been spending a lot of time in Tahoe recently. I think a lot of people uh, overlook Lake Tahoe, but Lake Tahoe is actually an awesome place to fish, even from the shore. Um, what do we got in there? Trout, lures, bait, regular rainbow trout, all of the smaller kinds of trout, but then you got your big Mackinac Lake trout. You can isn't get there out a on landlocked a boat. Uh, salmon or a steelhead. In that lake, the Mackinac looks kind of like a salmon. Yeah, that's actually a, what Donner Lake maybe. I actually tried fishing Donner Lake last weekend from one of the little piers. Right Nobody ever has there. luck there. Uh, I've had quite a bit of luck with, can I throw this out there, with power bait. Um, mm, I don't think you're allowed to say that. Yeah. Beep it. But I tried <laughs> to throw a lure, and uh, I don't know, 15, 20 casts, didn't get anything. But it was so nice up there. You know, the weather's been so good. I couldn't resist. Um, patience. Got to put in the time. I put in 15 or 20 casts. Who you knows? Heard. 21, 22, 23 might have caught Those one. are the but ones. I, left. I was hit. You never know. <laughs> you heard it everybody patience patience is the key word so if you're going fishing patience that's why you go fish let's uh let's move on to the weather we got sean Mom, the cops are coming cops Uh-oh. are coming citrus police are out sean with another amazing weather report what do we have coming up for us sean well this weekend's gonna be pretty nice it's, it's actually starting to finally get hot here it's about i don't know what mid 80s you think yeah, sure. It's getting to be bass fishing season. Fern was right. Uh, the water's probably turning, getting a little warmer on top, which is good. Uh, looking forward to fishing soon here. Um, moving into next week, it will. It's going to actually rain for most of the week. Uh, nothing serious, but it will be raining. So we had a little summer teaser, and then back to the rain. Yep. Huh? Here I am. I'm back. Um, so that's about it, though. Keep your citruses watered, and I would start fertilizing now, too. Oh. Yeah. What kind of ratio, nitrogen to whatever else you throw in? Um, uh, I just usually buy a citrus a fertilizer for citrus. Oh, you don't low. mix your own? No, I don't okay. mix my own. Got it. But uh, I would fertilize. We're, we're watching. So Citrus police are out there. They're watching. If uh, they're being monitored. We have a whole scheme and uh, Excel spreadsheet of the whole, <laughs> the whole town. We know if you have a citrus, and we are watching you. Okay. Private eyes. All right. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for the weather. Yeah, no problem. So the next one is the Savannah <laughs> bananas. Who at this table has heard of them? I had I had to uh, look it up, but I know who they are. I've seen many videos of them. Yeah. So. They're fun. And they're like the glo- uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, exactly. They're like the baseball. Harlem Globetrotters right. of baseball. Do they play in a real league, though? It's an exhibition league. We should play them. Would, come play us. The, they're they're pretty big. So ESPN's done like a whole docu-series on them. Uh, Wall Street Journal, sure Sports Illustrated's cover them. ESPN. They're, if They have an Instagram page, which is pretty fun to watch. They're always, uh, they always get former players. Johnny Damon was just out playing for a game with them, kind of like Jose Canseco did with the Sonoma Stompers. Um, Jake Peavy just pitched a game for them. Former mm. San Francisco Giant. Mm. Frank is not impressed. Not impressed with that one bit. No? Okay. Do you think he wanted to sense someone? Sense of desperateness. think he might want to hit someone. S- still be prevalent. Probably. 
Like I could see Johnny Damon doing something like that. But it's like PV, not PV, so much. Come on, I, mean, I liked PV. Who had a better time. career, PV or Damon? PV, PV. Well, he won a World Series, so so yeah. So why are we stooping to the levels of Dame? Um, you know, Johnny Dave was Damon? kind of a goofball, anyways. It's not necessarily stooping to any level. It's kind of a fun thing for the fans. Okay. So, I mean, this, if so he goes out there and game. just throwing heat and like, trying to uh, really dominate, I don't no, know that that's he, the whole point. He was of out there smiling, and having fun, okay. from what I saw. But a little background on him: Savannah Bananas exhibition baseball team based in Savannah, Georgia. Team was founded in 2016 and has played at Grayson Stadium since its inaugural season. Uh, Bananas competed in the Coastal Plain League CPL West Division where they won three Pettit Cup championships. Um, they've gone viral for numerous videos. They're just a lot of fun. Like, it would be a fun team to go watch. Uh, they have some interesting rules that I'm going to read off to you guys. Uh, bugs up, bugs up and out. Oh, we sit back down. All right. We got them back. They have some fun. Uh, they're called banana rules. And so the Bananas have implemented a number of deviations from standard baseball rules. In use since June 2020 at home and most, if not all, touring exhibition games, branded as Banana Ball. These rules include the team that scores the most runs in any inning gets one point, except in the ninth inning when every run counts as one point. If an inning ends with one team at five points and a lead, that team wins. A two-hour time limit on games if a team is leading on points at that time it wins there's no bunting in banana ball a batter who attempts a bunt is ejected from the game what? <laughs> yeah. wait and they're calling on points not runs there's a point system oh, that's weird. yeah there's a lot of fun rules batters are not allowed to step out of the batter's box a violation is an automatic strike batters are allowed to steal first base Specifically, they can attempt to advance to first base in the case of a wild pitch or pass ball at any time during an at bat. Whoa, I love that. <laughs> uh, no, slick. no mound visits are allowed. Uh, walks are now called sprints. After the fourth ball, the batter is allowed to advance as far around the bases as he can. The ball must be sub- sequentially thrown to all the fielders apart from the pitcher. Starting with the catcher, the ball remains dead with the batter runner not liable to put out until all fielders apart from the pitcher and catcher have touched the ball. I don't even, I was reading that and I'm like, uh, so I, he I gotta can, digest that. So he, so he, let's if he gets ball four, he can run, he can advance to second or third and up until he feels like he might get out once the last infielder touches the ball. Just say ball four, the, the catcher throws it to first, and the first base is in the second. Go around second the horn. Yeah, around the horn to short, short to third. Meanwhile, the base runner can yeah, advance. Yeah, can run as far and, as. And, yeah. Oh. Kind of makes it. I don't know if you're getting the second, hours. even though. That, that doesn't take very long. Kind of makes you want to watch, though, huh? I mean, you could probably get around the horn pretty quickly. Here's a fun. Yeah, throw it to first, then third, probably, and then the second, so he's second. not. Well, depend. There. I mean, it, all four need to touch it. So, You're yeah, it could go second. first, third, second, third, or whatever. First, short, second, second, third. No. You have to be so fast to go to second. Here's a fun one Foul balls caught by fans are counted as outs. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. One. Oh, that's amazing. Like if you're the home team, <laughs> and, and foul <laughs> balls, yeah, yeah, everyone's letting it drop. You have family out in Georgia too, huh? They, so they're always playing in Savannah. Savannah. Well, I think in, they travel, but they live in Atlanta, so they probably play in Georgia. Atlanta. Somewhere. Yeah, uh, ties are broken by what the bananas call a one-on-one showdown. Each team selects a pitcher and hitter to face off in a fight, with the pitching team having only one pitcher, catcher, and a single fielder during the showdown. 
The hitter has to score a run in order to earn a point for the tiebreaker. A batter who draws a walk advances to second base, with the hitting team allowed to send a new batter to the plate. A showdown inning can only end with an out or a run scored. Uh, so those are just some of the fun rules. There's there's many more. Uh, Bananas recorded in over 80,000 total fans at 25 home games in 2016. That's probably more than the Giants are going to get this year. The team also ranked second in average attendance, uh, 3,659 fans per game among wow. 160 collegiate summer teams across the country. So people are coming out to see the Savannah Bananas. Yeah. And I encourage everyone to follow them on, on Instagram or whatever social media because they're they're always doing fun, I've never fun them, stuff. I've watched funny videos. I watched a picture do like the dancing and all. Yeah, that. yeah. I've seen a lot of the dancing. Mm-hmm. They're always really, doing. Um, yeah, it seems like they've had like a dancing person train these people. It's very interactive with the fans, with the crowd. Like you're having fun if you go to one of these games. Sounds cool. Yeah. So I just want to uh, touch on that. Um, the Savannah Bananas. Check it out. All right. So. Next one. This is fun. This is going to be a fun one, guys. This is kind of a game we're going to play. Yeah. So this is growing up watching all our favorite sitcoms, right? And we have these these opening themes burned in our brains. But I'm going to play some opening themes from 80s, 90s, maybe some early 2000s sitcoms. A couple movies in there, too. And... I want to go around and, and have you guys try to guess these. And I'm going to start with uh, an easy one. Cheers. Nailed it. So, yeah, that, that was teed up um, for you. Okay. Maybe I should try a little harder one for the next one. Give me a second here. Hey, team. Nope. Oh, Magnum P.I. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are quick. Magnum P.I. with the stats. Let's go. TJ, or TC, I think he passed away. Roger Mosley last year. So far, Frank. Frank's all, all over I this. I did tie him on that. I, I, I can't uh, pronounce it right. Okay, Frank, let's see if you get this. Oh, Night Rider. Rider. Damn. You watched a lot of sitcoms, huh? I thought huh? you were going to change it up. Like, he just said that. He said, already said Night Rider? Yeah, before my name was Oh. But he said 18. Yeah, he said oh, 18. I said 18, but I, I rebounded. Okay. You know oh, this one. It's Michael J. Fox, right? Nope. Um, nope. What is this? Growing Pains? No. Webster? The love boat? <laughs> no, I just watched. You know this it's though, right? Family matters. No. Mr. Belvedere? No. Silver spoons? No. Oh, that's. Is <laughs> this the one with uh, Balky? And, no. Uh, Perfect Bosom Buddies? No, it's one. Bosom it Buddies? Is one Michael J. Fox is in this. Yeah, that's why growing. That's not growing. It's not growing uh, nobody's getting. Family ties? Family ties. ties. Yeah, that's what. So Tony Danza was in it. Who's the boss? Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Who's the boss? <sighs> Judith Light. So Good old Judith Light. Stumped you a little on that one. That was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Frank would win this one. Oh, here's here's one, Frank. Frank and Sean, you guys have to sit out on this one. 
Jesus. Come on, dude. Dukes has it. Ah. Don't mean no harm. Little Waylon. God bless him. Yeah, give us some hard ones. Okay. Well, they all seem to be pretty easy for you guys. Who's the boss? Yeah, who's the boss? Give us. I was Stumper. Saved by the bell? (laughs) 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 Nailed it. I love this show. Uh, It's so good. Yeah, it was. Kelly Kapowski. AC Slater. Tammy Turtle? Tammy Turtle. Tammy Turtle. Well, then you had the stripper, too. What was her name? Um, oh, Jesse Spano. Sp- yeah. Spano, she did that whole <laughs> drug episode where she overdosed on speed pills or something. Living life. Hey, I just want to dance. I think she said that in that episode. Coming high I just off of, dance. Uh, you know, Say by the Bell, like, just the world's my oyster, and it's a little crazy. What else you got for us? All right, this might be tough. Got some Airwolf. Mm. Oh, Living Color. Yeah. A show that needs to make a resurgence because they, they just don't make them like they that just anymore. Re- rerun that show. Oh, my there God. Just it be a stands up. It's just that it all day long. It still stands up. We were talking about it earlier. It seems um, like every all television now on the main networks are all just like reality shows you know there's nothing like good tv like there's no good tv anymore you're right so so i was watching the warriors game the other night and um gary payton gp2 reminds me of tommy davidson from in living color (laughs) can i no i see a little bit i see it a little bit maybe in stature but no he looks he looks like him Okay, I, I can thank see you. It. I he, just like his Gary Payton just, just looks pissed off like all the time, you know. Like he just he's got the glove I love face him. on, just always you know, like, froward brow and just like you know, like he's always playing D. You know. Yeah. You know, speaking of the Warriors game, did you, did you guys notice mm-hmm. that the entire Kings coaching staff wears Vans? No. Sweet. It's kind of weird. Hmm. It yeah. actually. Uh, but they can't afford Nikes and sack. It reminded me of a very dark time in 49ers history. Um, about also what they were wearing on the sidelines. Frank, do you remember what I'm talking about? Wheezy. Pardon me? It reminded me of a time, a dark day in 49er history, when uh, there was an incident with the coach wanting to wear a suit on the sidelines. Oh, Mike, no, I loved it. I wore a suit to the game when he wore a suit. That was at least garbage. The team sucked, and he was more worried Listen, about what he's wearing the re- on the sidelines. The reason why, because his dad coached the Niners, Dick Nolan. And yeah. Dick wore a suit out there, so it was more of just a tribute I to his I didn't dad. like it. Sean did not like he it. He should have been worried about the game. They Here were we the go. shits. You knew it. Jefferson's? Jefferson's, yeah. So that's a wheezy. All right, you guys got that one quick. What was the name of the white couple in there? I don't know. I don't remember. Here's what. Let's see if you get this one. Oh, Hill Street Blues? Mash. Sean got it. Mash. <laughs> nice job, Sean. Oh. Didn't hear it that way. Like one of my favorite shows. Watch this as a family. Every I think it was on. I forget what night it was on. Sunday night maybe. The Cosby Show. No. Alf. No. <laughs> Excellent guess. Same producer as Seinfeld, or bass player. Mm-hmm. 
See, the fam's watching this. Dice Andrew Dice Clay live. Want a hit? Yeah. Uh, Pam Anderson made it her first. Oh, Baywatch? No. Home Improvement. Uh, Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Yeah. Yeah. I said Tim the Tool Man Taylor. You no, did? Well, that's yeah. not the name oh, of the shit. show. We 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 spoke about um, Home Improvement. But you said once a week it was on every day. No, it was, it was once a week. Reruns then. Yeah, I watched it every day after Baywatch. Oh, okay. Literally. Well, it went Baywatch Home Improvement. That she was, was the. Never on it. Yeah, she was. Barely did. I'm she not, was the Tool Girl or whatever. Later years. Yeah. We talked about Richard Karn on um, who were the best uh, yeah. uh, Family, Family Feud, Feud. Uh, hosts. Yeah, he wasn't one of the good ones, though. Well, Al, Al, he was Al Borland. So maybe Al Borland just. Doogie Howser? Yeah. I was going to say it's a doctor movie. Doogie. Doogie. Fucking Where's the. Tribe Called Quest. Uh, Wayne's Brothers. I was trying to find that one. That was great. Electric relaxation. Yep. I love that show too. Okay. All right. Two more. Oh, uh, Three's Company. <laughs> Nailed it. How did you get it before they even did the I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is for Bug. Jason loved that show. Oh, that's uh, the one jo- Goodman with Roseanne. Yeah. Roseanne. The harmonica got you right in there. You see him perk up when yeah. I heard that? <laughs> Fucking right in the kisser. <laughs> I was just like, man, why do they like the blues? I thought it was going to be in the heat of the night. <laughs> okay. That's a good one, too. We'll do two more. Oh, Baywatch. Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too good at this. Can't fool you. Hobie. Ooh, tickling the ivories right there. <laughs> I got two more for you, okay? Oh, this is Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah. It's, not a, it's not a sitcom. I know. So I'm doing two. Uh, the last two are going to be movies to end it out. The old banana in the tailpipe trick <laughs> gets you every time. Well, you guys are too good. Vacation. Oh yeah, with uh, Chevy yeah. Chase. Yeah. What's the name of the song? Great, great vacation. Holiday Road. Yeah. Is it Eagles? No. Or not yeah. Eagles? Uh, Kenny Fleetwood. Lindsey Kenny Loggins, well, I think. No, Lindsey Buckingham. Is it? I always thought it was Kenny. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna break into halftime. I hope you guys have fun with that one. That was great, Scotty. Right. Well done. Good, good. Redeeming yourself. <laughs> Comeback player of the year. Nice. <laughs> good, good segment there, Scott.
R.I.P. R.I.P. Thank you, Harry Belafonte with Banana Boat, also known as Deo. Second half of the show coming at you. And uh, we have a nice surprise for you tonight. My my dad, my pops, is going to call in. And we got a couple questions we're going to ask him. Uh, let's get him on the line. Dragons coach legend. Daniel. Let's see, let's see if he picks up. Hopefully he has a, a little beverage. Hey, Scott. Hey, Dad, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. You're live. You're live on the air. Uh, thousands, millions, hey. millions hey, of hey, viewers. Hey, it's Jeremy. <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Doing great. Doing great on a Saturday night with these guys. So, Dad, we have Sean. Uh, you know Sean. You know uh, we have Ryan Defer. I, 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 I remember Sean. <laughs> I remember him. My, my. <laughs> yep, I remember Defern. You guys, I remember all you hey, guys. Jeremy. Bunch of good guys. And, and yeah. And last and definitely least, we have Frank Corzine. <laughs> Stanley, how are you? Frankie. How are hey. you? He's more my age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. The, we're the elder statesmen here citizens. this evening. That's right. <laughs> good to hear from you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Man. Oh, well, I don't know if I can contribute anything, but uh, there's a little go. bit left there to pick, and there's a lot of gaps. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and Frank's father will, will – I hope he's tuning in because he'll correct me on some things, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure Gary will, yeah, knowing <laughs> him. He's a uh, old Gary. Mm-hmm. Dad, so our, our motto is, is something to the – extent of you know a lot of uh a lot of opinions and uh or what is it frank um very few facts with a lot of opinions there you go oh gosh okay so, well i'll uh, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you observations and and experiences and facts how's that perfect, perfect. so dad i had i had okay. three three questions that mm-hmm. i wanted to throw at you and mm-hmm. the first one is is your best personal sports memory from from your time playing playing ball for me as a participant yeah you player you as a player whether it was petaluma Uh, or or humble lumberjacks wow well it, it all starts when you're young you know um and uh being a country boy raised in a country uh, Pin Grove and, and North Petaluma, I wasn't part of the city guys. So things like city leagues, little league and that, uh, I, I wasn't involved in much. But when I got to, um, got to junior high area, when back then junior high was uh, sixth, it was seventh, eighth, and ninth. Seventh, eighth, and ninth, and high school was ninth, tenth, and eleventh. So it's a little different than you have now. Um, and, uh, I started getting involved with football with Pop Warner and, uh, and then to, to Pedlum High as a sophomore. And I was fortunate enough to, uh, be on a team that, that had a lot of good players and, uh, and they just happened to have a gap for me as a sophomore to play on the varsity. And um, the team as a quarterback, year, as a defensive back, yeah. And as as uh, yeah, you'd call him a cornerback today. Uh, and then in those days, you call it a defensive halfback. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the team that year tied for the uh, league championship with Anley. In the next two years, we won the championship outright. So I was fortunate to be on a team with a lot of talented guys. And uh, four of us went up to Humboldt State because our head coach from Petaluma High went up there, Don Reed, excellent coach. I had excellent coaches at Pop Warner and at the high school. And um, and from uh, at Humboldt, Back in those days, guys, back in 1966 and 67, a freshman in in college couldn't play varsity sports. So so, um, that's why you read about O.J. Sampson playing at San Francisco City College Mm. before he went to USC. Wow. uh, Because he, he couldn't play as a freshman at... At a, uh, at a at a college level, you had to play on a JV team or you go to a JC team. So he went to City College. When I went up to Humboldt, I didn't want to go to a JC, and they had a JV team, which had um, predominantly sophomores, a couple of juniors, and, and a sprinkling of us freshmen. And we had a pretty good team. And... Uh, Again, I aligned myself with some really good players. And being as small as I am, I made best friends with the biggest guys on the team, so they protect me. Smart. And, uh, and uh, then we moved up to varsity as a sophomore, and I uh, was fortunate enough to have a position open up for me there as a defensive back and uh, – and in this, my third year up there, we actually, the Humboldt State Lumberjacks won the Far Western Conference title and qualified for the Camellia Bowl, which was the um, NC2A Division II, West, Western Division, west of Mississippi River Championship for Division II football where and we played fresno we played fresno state where was it at then and it was that is in sacramento and and uh, we beat fresno state Holy and and we we were the uh instant 2a division two champions uh, and so again i was very fortunate to be with Good, good athletes, and and many, many of them are still my good friends from well, those days. Well, don't downplay your own athletic. No, because you had the you had a specialty, Dad. Your tackle, your uh, what was it? You can't do it anymore, right? The way you. Oh no, no! Back in those days, I survived because in those days you could chop block, cross block, tackle below the knees. Mm-hmm. You you, ta- you tackle with your crown of your helmet into the numbers of the. I mean that was how you played back then, um, and uh, today it's it's a much safer game, but today's game is much faster. The players are stronger, they're bigger, um, and there you know there'd be no way someone of my size. I well I shouldn't say no way, but. 
I couldn't I couldn't make it today in in uh, in football. I sh- I should have played ping pong or something. But oh yeah, Dad, your your number in college was was forty two, right? Well, I had uh, yeah, I had twenty four when I was uh, bought up initially, and then I and changed over to forty two. With thirty three uh, in high school, right? Thirty-three was in high school. Thirty-three was my freshman year, and no, I was twenty-four when I was a freshman year. And it's a premium number. So. Humble. Yeah, those are all great numbers. Well, yeah, you know, you know, see, they don't have, you know, it's not like today where you have every every number and you know the scheme. It's, you just had what you had. Yeah, and they're going to start having to go to like uh, thirty-three point five because all the numbers get retired and, you know <laughs> it's it's crazy i watch some teams and they have you know two two players with number 60 uniform or two with number and they go what is i mean we we had i think 80 players on our team at humble and i you know there's of course 100 numbers from from one to 99 basically um and or zero to, to 99 but um, we, we of course didn't use all those numbers up, but you know, we, had, we had a big squad and, uh, you just number 33 was worn by a teammate of mine named John Berman at Humboldt and, and John Berman was a Eureka high graduate who went past the JC who, by the way, was, uh, one of only two guys ever caught me when I broke for a touchdown run and caught me from behind. Really? You never um, forget that. Oh, you know, right? he was he was fast. You wanna know who the other guy was? OJ Simpson. <laughs> well, actually actually he played in in NFL and he played for a number of years. His name was Mel Gray. Wow. And oh, Bug knew Bug was all over that. Yeah. Yeah. Mel Gray he um, went to Montgomery High School and he was blazing fast, and uh, and yeah, he played for the St. Louis Football uh, Cardinals for a long time. The St. Louis and Cardinals was a football team. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, who remember? Who remembers that? I do. That group Stan, of course. Apparently, everyone but Baseball me. Frank grew up going to the games. <laughs> football uh, cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, Dad. So, so go ahead. So yeah. So anyway, good. There were some great people, great, great guys, and as I said, they're still friends today. You know, we get we we would get together for reunions at Humble for our '68 team um, every five years. But I think we skipped. Uh, I think it's been five years, but COVID kind of knocked a, a dent in things. So we'll probably be due for one because. Guys are starting to fall off the map, unfortunately. So we we need to do it again. You guys should do a, a cup. honorary game where you pad up, get your get your pads on, and see what you still hey, got you left know, in the tank. It's, it's funny you mention that. They're called alumni games. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh, and uh, I never did go back up to play an alumni game, but because I'm I did get a little smarter when I got out of college. And but you know when I was coaching. At Sonoma Valley High, um, we put on an alumni football game I when I was those, the head yeah. coach. I remember those. Mm-hmm. Those were fun, and it was really, really popular. And a lot of, a lot of local Full contact, Sonoma right? graduates. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, it was contact. They yeah. don't do it anymore. Yeah. They should nope. bring that back. Oh no. Insurance. Well, it's there's a lot of things, Jeremy, and you know, liability issues today. Yeah. Even back then, we had to get a lot of waivers. I mean, these are guys who are fathers and professionals, and and uh, you know they could get pretty dinged up. Yeah. Yeah, but, my brother uh, Dan play. He he plays in um, his alumni games in SLV in Santa Cruz every year for football and baseball. Still does still it. doing it. He still does it. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, they, yeah, they can do it. baseball. They can do baseball. They can do basketball. It's a, the tackle football. It's a two different hand touchdown football. Mm. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, hey, but we Stan, were not. Oh, we were tack. We were tackle football at Sonoma Alumni Kings. Two of them. I think we had two of them. You know, before we before all the lawsuits kicked in. I can imagine no, that no, serious. Yeah, yeah. Frank's got a it's, question for you, Dad. Hey, okay, uh, hey, Stanley, any uh, Keith Volkert's uh, stories from your uh, wow. Trojan days? Wow. How do you know Keith? Uh, huh. You know, I have have some family members that also attended the great Petaluma High. Huh? So I've, 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 heard, of, <laughs> I've heard of some people Keith out there. Was, yeah, what Keith was one of, my best, one of my best friends in, in high school. Um, he's a brilliant guy. I mean, he's... Uh, certifiably a, a genius uh, no kidding I mean, his iq is off the charts Smarter than and he Sean is now? uh that kind of reminds me of like he, your son in, in my relationship i mean I, <laughs> me being keith so he, keith uh keith was a dairyman's son and um he he was uh, he stood maybe five ten on his toes and he was about five eight shoulder to shoulder he was just like a block and uh back in those days weight training was just emerging and keith uh being a you know a dairyman and you know moving hay bales around and he and i kind of got got along well together and we we worked out a lot together and uh he, he ended up uh, going up to oregon on a on a scholarship Offensive, as an line, offensive, right? line. offensive line, yeah, offensive lineman. He was a, he was a stud. He was, uh, he was just solid. But uh, and I, yeah, uh, your mom and I, you know, see Keith about every year at least, uh, and you know, a lot of like these old friends. When you get together, it's like it was yesterday. You were together. It's just you know, so that's a sign of a good, good friend, right? To talk there. about, yeah. Plus Keith hauled hay, and that that was my dad's business and our business. So we had a lot in common hay hauling as well. Yeah. Next question. What's your next question? All right, Dad, I love it. That's that's (laughs) that was great. So the next one, uh, your your favorite sports memory as a spectator, just watching either on you know at home on the couch or at a game, uh, whatever it may be. Well, um. I'd have to I'd have to go back and this 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 you guys can relate to this. Is it just it just happened, you know, not too many years ago, I think twenty fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, right in there. Twenty twelve and fourteen, the Giants won three World Series, which was awesome for those of us who've been hanging around so long going to Giants games. And uh, I think it was the 
uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, is it 20, 2010 was the first 14, 2010 was the first, but I'm going to the 2014 game when Bumgarner pitched 21 innings in that, in that world series was that against Kansas city. Yeah. Was that 14? Detroit, and he, and to me, no, it's Kansas 12, city, maybe? but I said, he, and and well, 12. well, you can you can look it up. He started yeah. two games and then came in as a reliever. Yeah, he pitched twenty. He pitched twenty-one innings. That's incredible, unbelievable. Uh, and in that World Series, he and on the whole playoffs leading up and through the World Series, all the playoffs leading to the World Series, he pitched over fifty innings. And his earned run average is about 1.0. I mean, the guy was so. To me, that that is a, an outstanding performance. Apart from individual performances, I've seen previously, like Willie Mays, you know, uh, uh, probably the greatest all-around baseball player I was able to watch. You ever see him? Um, see a game with him? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Many times. Yeah. Hey Dad, mm-hmm. so it was it was the Kansas City. It was the first Kansas City, and he won the uh, series MVP. That, okay, that's. I thought it was Kansas City. Yeah, he won Sportsman of the Year that that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always remember too at the uh, World Series parade, he he rode in on a horse. Remember that's that? right. That so amazing. He rode onto the field on a horse <laughs> one yeah. one game. Yeah. 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 Opening day. <laughs> Opening day. Uh, hey Stan, who, who's better, Mad Bum or Ron Rosier? <laughs> uh, uh, you know that answer. <laughs> I don't. Who is it? Not either. I know who Ron Rosier is. Who is that? Didn't Ron go to Stanford and play wide receiver? Uh, who are you talking about? Oh, wide receiver right, let me, Stanford. Let me. Let me uh, I, yeah, we're I, talking I baseball. Ron Rossier, R O S C E. Oh, Rossiger. Ross, Roscoe. Oh, you're. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were bringing another. Ron Rossiger was in my class as well, and I see Ron too. And uh, he was a he's an outstanding wide receiver, and and uh, you also he played all the years in that high with me and then uh, we played that post post high school all-star game up in northern california and he was uh, split end on that um and yeah he went to stanford and graduated from stanford pretty accomplished guy he also pretty darn bright he played for stanford was uh bill walsh the coach then I don't that. believe so. He was at San Jose State then, I think. San Jose State. So he coached actually my uncle and my dad at Fremont High School, Bill Walsh. Nice. Oh, wow. Isn't that oh. crazy? Big yeah. tie. And then he, yeah, Fremont High School. That's insane. All right. Mm. Hey, Dad, one last question for you. Mm-hmm. So we're, we all enjoy a few alcoholic uh, beverages while we do this. Um, and I, hope, I don't believe it. And I, hope, I don't believe you do that. Yeah, I don't drink at all, Dad. Never drank in my life. Um, and I hope you're having one as well. So I, we just want to know your favorite drink. Well, let me give you. 
a background in drinking. First of all, know your limit. Know when to stop. That's to me, honestly, I, I can't overemphasize that uh, because I can't say that I've always done that. But I, I mean, when I was young, but the the days that I, I hated myself most were the days after when I realized how stupid I was the night before. So um, I would I would say it, it, it matriculates from from when you're young, a beer, uh, to eventually wine and, and then spirits. And so I'm at the spirits age now, I guess. And I, I my favorite drink, not, not that I drink several of them because you only have one. Uh, and then if I have something after that, it's a glass of wine. But it would be a uh, Manhattan that would either be over or up. Either way, and uh, I use Maker's Mark, or I call for Maker's Mark. I mean, there's Bullet, and there's others that are as good or better, but that's what I stick with. And then I use Antica Formula Vermouth and a dash of uh, Angester Bitters, and and, uh, sometimes I shake it, and sometimes I just stir it. So cherry, cherry to top it off? Sometimes, not always. Okay. No, sometimes. I mean, I don't like it to get too sweet. Yeah, oh, Stan, you don't seem like the cherry type to me. I, 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 yeah, yeah, it's a black that's cherry. more for that's more for fluff. Of, uh, you know, when you're, you know, yeah, no, no, you don't do maraschino. You get the you get the the you dark dark culture. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah, yeah don't use don't use maraschinos. No, those are for. Uh, you're surely uh, teeny, bo- teeny boppers uh, ice cream sundae. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and dad, dry vermouth or sweet vermouth? With a twist? Uh, I, I usually have sweet. Uh, I did get a bottle of dry just to try it, and uh, it's okay. But I, I go back to Back to the sweet? I, yeah. Okay. I go back to sweet. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're having one yeah. right now, I hope? No, no, oh, no, no. That was the no. whole we, point, Dad. I Mom and I to went one. to. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make one now, then? No. Like you got to know when to stop. Know when that's to fold the most them. Important thing. Know when to walk yeah, away. That's right. Know uh, when to run. That's right. Awesome, Dad. Good. Hey, Jeremy has one one question for you, and we'll 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 let you go here soon. Stan, so mm-hmm. this goes back to I would say ninety four, ninety five. Sonoma Valley High School. Um, do you remember when the Dragons would take on some of the San Francisco 49ers in basketball? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I, You know, I should, Jeremy. So, Frank remembers. I so, I watched. Frank's see. a little older. I watched Ricky Waters, Keena Turner. Keena Turner? Uh, dunking on Sonoma Dragons. They dunked on Bobby Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the yeah. most coolest thing I ever seen. Like the yeah, 49ers, yeah. so we'd get autographs, and it was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you remember that, Frank? Frank's over here. Shit yeah, Bobby. Head. Bobby Alexander was a player. He was a leaper, and he, yeah, he was good. Kind of. He, he was a. Didn't a, Vogue he was a nice, play, like the national anthem. Nice his, kid. His sister yeah. was Don from yeah. En Vogue. Yep. As in a tribe yeah, quest that's song. That's right. And yeah. their cousin, yeah. the her. Her cousin, first cousin, was Pablo Santiago, which was my neighbor, and so she yeah. came over to our apartment. Oh. R.I.P. Pablo. Yes, I got an autograph from her. Oh. Oh, cool. 
Full circle. Cool. Full Sonoma. Wow. All right. All right. All right, Dad. All right. Hey, so, guys, good. remember remember what I said early. That's, that's so important. That uh, choose your choose your friends carefully. They're the people that you're going to depend on, and uh, they're going to help you out. And that's what's helped me throughout my life. So, you guys sound like a good network of friendships, and you're supporting one another. I like that. Dad, we all hate each so other. Keep it up. Circle. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. No, All Dad, right. your friends are your chosen family. I've always, uh, I've always liked that. Yes. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Thank hey, you, Stan. Please so. give Sandy a hug for me. Uh, she's, she's, yeah, I'm, she's here listening to it. Well, she's not hearing you guys. She's How you doing, Mom? My voice. So. Oh, you're not on speaker. <laughs> well, tell Mom we say hello and uh, love okay. you guys. All right. And thanks, okay. Dad. And thanks for you calling bet, in, guys. All right. It. Love you, Stanley. Thank you. Right, good luck. Love good you. luck with your program. Go Giants. Papa Augie, Go Giants, right, right. Don't play anymore in Mexico, i tell you. Oh, <laughs> home run derby in Mexico. The exactly, elevation. Exactly. The elevation is 7,400 yeah. feet, I think, altitude. Yeah. 74,000. Yep. 74,000. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's, <in> <laughs> it's on the moon. <laughs> they got There's a dog no satellite. Sorry, guys. Okay. I want to tell oh. See ya. Hey, Dad, take See care. See Bye, Stan. All right, Stan. All right bye. Bye. Papa Augie, everybody. That was amazing. Nice. That was amazing. <laughs> Frank, I'm, I'm thankful that you remember those old history. Of well, he went to high house. school with Frank's dad. My dad and Frank's dad went to high school together. I always come together. prepared, guys. I always <laughs> come prepared. I was going to, you know, give Stanley, you know, a few uppercuts and left Dude, cross. Little jabs. And, you know, oh, yeah. He loves Little that. Augustine jabs. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. When Stan said, choose your friends wisely, Frank looked me right in the eye and shook his head. <laughs> he shook his head. <laughs> He's like, I chose wrong. Damn it. I chose wrong. I didn't want to cut Stan off and be like, too late. It's too late, Stan. <laughs> yeah, we already <laughs> we made a mistake long, long ago before we had your advice. Right. I don't know how you follow that. That's like <laughs> mic drop. Walk off. Walk off. Home run. Yeah. Show, no, Stanley's show a great stopper. man. He's got always a lot of good words, you know, he, and he knows what he's dealing with here. So, you know, he's... Uh, it's probably stuff that he still needs to tell us, even though we're all, you know, yeah, they're sensing adults and you know do good things of where we're at, employed and our families. And but yeah, he's there, there's a lot of stories he still hasn't told me. I know he he's given me some good ones, but I know there's he's told me there's some I'll tell you one day. I'm like, Dad, one day, you know, it's it's got to come soon because because living up in humble. He, oh, I, yeah. But I can see Stan too being just like so tunnel. No, he was. Visioned he was. And, you know, he was very I'm, much. It was pumping out, dude. You heard yeah. him. He was dedicated for football. He was 100. percent Straight up. Well, it's Skip. Like Stan was like you. You know, like you're pretty cool, calm, and collected. Like your older brother is, is a crazy man, <laughs> <laughs> and I love him, and he's my best friend. Um, <laughs> But his craziness came out in athletics, and because he's competitive, he's so and, and competitive. I get it. So, I, and I love it. But Stan seemed like you know, yeah. I think I get my. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, you're you know your family better, and I know you're friends. So, I mean, yeah. Jay is kind of an outlier with the. My, I mean, my, me and my dad are both competitive, but Jason has killer instinct. He does. Yeah, like, yeah. There's killer instinct, mm-hmm. and then there's just like I'm gonna sit here and ride and be good. I think Jason has that like fucking. I'm gonna fucking yeah. Whoop. 
I'm able to I'm able to just let go if I make a mistake or something doesn't go my way. I'm like Augie's I could, like I could wipe Dan that Campbell away by before the next. Dan Campbell. Like let's go like bite people's you know <laughs> kneecaps off and like just I like, don't know, man. I played uh, recreational baseball with you for like the last eight years and I'm, competitive I'm baseball. Kind of calling you out on what you just said there. <laughs> I don't get that competitive, do I? I'm just saying when you make a mistake, it's not like you just. Uh, oh, but I let it go. Brush it off. I brush it off. I I wear it for like an inning maybe, and then I, then I'm pretty much no. Yeah, by the end of the game, it's not. A, yeah. No, he's competitive. And you're right. Yeah. He's hard on you're himself. Right. But where Augie Augie's the same. He's, you know, very. He's hard on himself when he knows he's, did you know, some for the team or whatever. But he also, you know, shit talking. I mean, so I mean, mm. it's, yeah. it's 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 yeah. It's I've watched my brother and been like, dude, chill out. It's a softball yeah. game, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's out here like having fun. Like, yeah. They're going to. Him and Nanners just like yeah. hitting dongs. <laughs> like spitting on people. He's like, come on. It's a softball game. These families here. Someone says something, me or you are just going to be like, okay. And then, bam, they're like, bam. Exactly. And it's but the same thing with. There's one on every team, right? Or one or two or three on every team. I just want to premise Jason Augustine. I, I love you. So. Love yeah, you too, yes. Jay. Jay. Got to have killer instinct on Much your side, love. man. You got to. He's going to hit first. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. You guys, um, should we get great. into... great. I really enjoyed that. Should we get into the, the Frankie C's pick three, which we all have no idea what's know. coming what at us. Frankie's three? I mean, what is that? It's the, uh, the, the race fans. Hello, race fans. Glad to have you back at Frankie C's Pick 3. Typically the, the most listened to um, section or what is it? part of Garbo time. So uh, here we are. Uh, sadly, um, I was not able to get to the garage, lock myself away, and really you know think uh, about some good questions to uh, ask my, my fellow um cast members um so just me being me i you know i feel obligated to you know have some good content uh this segment and and having you know my fellow co-hosts involved so we're not going to do frankie c's typical frankie c's pick three so what we're going to do is something that we um where i feel like i coined maybe five or six uh, episodes ago where it was a keep sell throw away oh what i did a text and we haven't done a, a keep uh, oh, you did a keep cells um, throw away in, in in some time. So uh, just me being me, I was I was trying to you know get some going. So we have a question over here before you start. I'm sure. raising my hand. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. So I had a text hotline, a random text that said I needed to send like three very perishable items. Mm-hmm. Was that still part of tonight's show? It three, is. not perishable, but three cherishable. 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 <laughs> totally different. So not like, like a, like a, a banana. But <laughs> one of those three is going to be a All perishable right, item because you're going to throw it away. So <laughs> No, I got the right one. I like we're the worst. his hand. I, I, that was that very was, polite of him. We're so the worst at deciphering advice. Frankie's pick threes. I'm going to go with, I'm going to start with Mr. Boog, Mr. Uh, Johnny Wingo. So, Johnny Wingo, I'm going to ask you three items, and you have to decide which one you're going to keep, which one you're going to sell, and which one you're going to throw away. Oh, out of my three? Out oh, of your three. Man. So, of your three, we have Norton's Harmonica. 
you have a 1907 felt baseball card and then a photo <laughs> album, which I imagine is probably photos of your family and some friends of some sweet, sweet, memorable Heinemann memories. Um, so again, of those three, which one you're keeping, which one are you selling, and which one are you throwing away? Mm. I'm going to start with the keeper. That's the photo album. So we're keeping the photo album. Yeah. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my 19... Wait, no, no, I'm going to sell my Norton's harmonica. I'm going to have to throw away the felt baseball cards. Norton Buffalo harmonica? I think the cards are worth money, though. The cards would be worth more money than the harmonica. Cause I, I like that you right. kept the family, the photo album. That's, that's respectable. That's it. I would, I would go photo keep. Uh, felt's get... Felt's getting tossed? Getting sold. And Norton's gonna have to get Norton. Norton, we're gonna throw it in the fucking fire. We'll have several of them, so I'm gonna back over it right now. Yeah, it's gone. Bring it out. We're throwing it away. Your cards (laughs) are more valuable. I'm not gonna get any money. Okay, so for Norton, if I need money, what am I gonna do? Would there be a tear if you saw the harmonica backed over several times? I'll still play on it. Okay. Have you ever looked it up, Bug? How much is that card actually worth? I have four. So how much do they actually work? <laughs> they're like, they're like the lowest rate, like lowest numbers I've seen is like five hundred per card. Mm-hmm. That was, good. and it's going up every year. But dude, Ty Cobb's. If I had Ty Cobb's, would be game over. If I had Babe Ruth, I'd no Ty Cobb's card, not felt card. Oh yeah, a lot of money. It's before Bur- I think it's before Ruth, right? A little before. Yeah, I think so. I w- right around the same year, I think Ruth was like a rookie, in that. I think Ruth wasn't even around, maybe not in those cards. I'm not sure. I'd have to be double checked on that. Ruth was like. I don't think he's in that collection. Early 1900s. No, I think it was. They're like super the, sweet. The I think he's 18. Right. 1918 or so. I said early 1900s. Yeah, I don't, this I was, is 07. This is Ty Cobb and. Is that not? Eh. So the felt card. I mean, who's on the card? I have four of them. We know so that. We, well, who are the players? I've seen them. They're pretty amazing. No, I believe, uh, I've seen them too, but I don't. Foster, one of the guys. So I think some, the best player some technically was named Foster. They're all kind of scrubs. With all due respect, yeah. I mean, but the thing no is, they neighbors. only have one player, pretty much the two players a team. Okay. And there was only a, they made a, it was a quilt. So each piece makes a quilt. So it's a felt quilt. Well, since I don't have to answer these, I don't have to do this. I'm just the mediator of this. You know, I think you're making the wrong decision. You'd I think, I, I think you keep, or you sell the harmonica and you use that, the, the, the felt as like, you know, fire starter. When oh, Deferne's wow. gonna mm-hmm. get a, a Duraflame yeah. log going. Oh, no, 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 no. With the flu <laughs> no. no one's buying Norton's old harmonica. Okay. Well, I know that. All right. He's all not right. known to anyone out of Sonoma. Really. Moving on. Um, I didn't know we were gonna have a guest, and our guest, Mr. Deferne, Ryan Deferne, is a great man, and and I feel like you're all should be you know a part of this, and so, but I, you didn't give me three, you know, so. I, I again just spitballing here. Um, your choices are: I can continue to play, I'm going to gamble on, and I'm never going to play again. And those three sports are tennis, pickleball, and badminton. Oh, I feel like this is going to be pretty easy. Okay, well, indulge me. Present the three. I'm. Look, I, I just <clears> thought <throat> I'm gonna... of this when I'm listening to Booger saying he's going to fucking. 
keep throw away his family card and <laughs> I'm never gonna play one again. So you can continue to play one. Yeah. You can gamble on one and you can never play one ever again. It's pretty easy for me because uh I don't really gamble on sports. I know you well, you, you have are to in this scenario degenerate so. kind of not kind of but y'all he just waits to do. flop like straight flushes and like, Yeah. Ah. Uh so I'll play tennis for the rest of my life. Okay. I'll never gamble on badminton. No, you have to gamble. Oh. This is when you have to gamble on. Well, I'm never I'm not gonna gamble on uh pickleball. So I'll gamble on badminton. Sweet. Is that and you'll impossible? never play pickleball? To be sure. honest, I I play pickleball with you guys because um, you feel sorry for it. Well, you've no, never because it's kind of fun. But I've never I, been it's on. It's played ball. on a tennis court, and I've played tennis my whole life. I really prefer tennis. Uh, I could not play pickleball for the rest of my life and be totally fine. Could with you it. beat Epi in a three-game match of uh, pickleball? Yes. I don't know. I don't think so. I think well, Epi good. could probably beat me. He's uh, he's pretty good. It's a different game. It is. Oh, I imagine. I mean, it's like a shorter. It's man. probably. It's it's people with shorter. Yeah. Like legs and arms. Fern's probably oh, worse God. at pickleball because he's good at tennis. It's you don't. It's, it's different. Doesn't translate. Well, Defer, no. Defern's Defern's a freak. I mean, he's right. pretty much good at everything. You know, you, you give him strong. you know like a uh, a table tennis racket. You get him in front of you know foosball. You know, you go play horse. He's gonna dominate. He can go. You know, you're playing RBI baseball on like. <laughs> You know, first Nintendo. It's like, yeah. Don't mess with that. Uh, it's like, oh, Genesis. Fuck, Defern's here. Like, all right, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, those I'm three. Nope. Nope. Those three sports were a little too easy. But if you threw well, you're, some, you've always uh, had a racket in your hand for yeah. most of my you know um, dealings with you. So well, thank you. Uh, I felt yeah, like you needed that's to be cool, part. Though. So um, Sean, um, Sean gave me some pretty vague. Um, I items, didn't realize so you were going to use this I to read. Really don't understand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, but this is kind of like what I figured Sean would give me. So, Sean, of these three things, you again can keep one, sell one, and the other one you can just blow up, never seen again. Uh, a ring, a framed picture, a book my wife gave me. Those are very vague. I didn't realize it was going to be used in this way. Again, Frank's. Well, this is good. See, I don't know. So, this is going to hopefully hurt you deep down, which I'm pretty sure. Okay, doesn't, let's so. see here. So. So what do you keep? I, I feel like we, I should at keeping? least say what these things actually really are. One is a, my dad gave me my grandfather's ring. It's a gold ring with a coin on it. Okay. Um, the framed picture is a picture that was at Kenwood. It's the their wolf head logo. Um, is that Jerry Rafferty? Why they don't use that Warming logo up? anymore, I'll never understand. Yeah. But um, and then the the my wife gave me a little book when we got married, and it's she wrote a bunch of just handwritten personal notes in it. It was nice. Wow. So that's probably the gotta be the keeper is that that book. Good decision. So we're keeping book from Brit. Yep. Hun. Hun. Did you hear call, that hun? Great call. Hun. Hun. I would definitely I guess I'd have to sell the ring because it's the only thing. It's it's actually probably worth I don't know, hundreds, a couple hundred bucks. And then uh, I guess I'd have to throw away that picture. Frame picture is going in the back of a pickup truck. You're going to burn out uh, on it in the trail boss. <laughs> okay. Never to be seen again. Nope. Never see again. What was the picture? I, I missed that. So picture. the picture I actually wasn't really given to me. 
but it was stolen. <laughs> stolen. Who's the picture of? It's not a. It's not of anybody. It's Kenwood. It was hanging up in Kenwood's wine library. Um, oh, okay. I asked for it and they gave it to me. And I didn't think they realized what they had done, but um, <laughs> it's a picture of the wolf head logo they use. It's also Jack London's logo for his books that he wrote. Question, real quick. Such I don't mean to cut you logo. off. Could you have hidden the Joe Montana um, oh. card behind your favorite Kenwood? No, picture. but that would, that would have been a great hiding that spot. That would. Peel the back off yeah. and then put it... Yes. Why exactly. Do, do people do that anymore? I don't know. <laughs> that was before that piece of art was acquired by Sean. Yeah, I've only well, had that for I maybe... I don't know. I yeah. mean, the whole card yeah. thing... I know. I was really pumped on it and because I heard it before we joined this fabulous uh, cast of characters, and I was like, wow, I'm like that's... That weird, sucks, and considering the, the the three main culprits. But then he came on here, and we gave him carte blanche, and it, it was pretty much a pathetic um, retail of what I heard earlier. Um, but then we thought, like, man, his mom could have had it this whole time, knowing that he was going to lose it. And then maybe we thought, like, his, his middle brother took it. Yeah, I heard that. Um, <laughs> and then we thought, like, he just misplaced it, and it was just never to be found again, so... It's oh. a cold case. I know. I know. Frank. Where is I Maury lost Povich this. right now? <laughs> Jerry Springer. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jerry. Jerry. I know. We should have. We should have gone over that. I opened the box. So I'll give you a chance to defend yourself. Well, I, it was stolen, Frank. I know you think I lost it. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's fair. All right. All right. Um, well, thank you. So uh, to recap, we're selling the ring. We're keeping the book from Brit. And we're throwing away the picture. Correct. Okay. All righty. Uh, <laughs> to close out this fine, fine uh, segment here, our friend Squiddy, he has three objects, one of which would be John Wayne signed picture mm. to his mom. Autographed to my mom. Yeah. So John, nice. where is that? So John Wayne. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. Don't hide it from Honestly, yourself. Honestly, I think that, I mean, that's a, that's a keeper. I don't even... Uh, the second one, ironically, is uh, having to do with our guest um, host, Ryan Defern, uh photographed picture in the living room. So is it him in the living room? Like a no, picture it's of just a portrait of Ryan. Or it's a picture. One of those ESPN uh, oh, not yet. Like nude, or nude yeah. photos of an athlete. <laughs> so he's just like, like, like Kaepernick. Yeah. He's like um, touching his toes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but so but it's in your living room. Yeah, it's like okay. a beautiful. Okay. Where is that, Fern? It's a. It's it's now in our living room. Yeah, you have one. Too. <clears throat> I and brought it out for the Niners going to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. You know all the memorabilia. And then fucking Brock fucking broke his elbow. Thanks. Don't ever bring no, this is this was no, the, this was against the Chiefs. This is a couple years ago. We brought out all the memorabilia. It wasn't okay. framed at that point. Okay, yeah. I started bringing some stuff out, and my mom goes upstairs and comes down with this thing from childhood, and I forgot that Joe had signed that. <clears throat> I took. All right, um, let's get back on track. No, but here. I'm talking. Anyways. About, I'm talking about the picture, um, your photography, not the Joe Montana. Oh, all right. All right, let's. I'm piece, talking about let's in piece, my living room. Piece. Oh, wow. All right. So what right. Is, is it? Is it a picture of Ryan? No, no, no. Oh, or is no. It a Sorry, I was confused. I thought took. it was this Joe Montana. We were on the Joe Montana thing. It's, it's a picture. Uh, so what is that? The, Ryan took. He's a photographer. Okay. So it's a picture. So what's he the took. picture of Ryan? Uh, it's a picture of this Laguna in Santa Rosa, and it floods. Okay. 
Okay. Some years. Okay, and, so this uh, is a picture that was either purchased or given to you by Ryan. It was a nice gift of, by Ryan. Of nature. I kind of liked that yeah. Ryan thought it was the picture of him. Joe Montana. I thought you were... Like, uh, Defern, like, you know, and, and when did you graduate? Like, 2000, <laughs> you know, like... With a tennis racket, I, I mean, oh, I, no, thanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks for clarifying that. No, it's okay. a picture Ryan took. So it's a it's picture like a landscape, landscape picture. Would you call it landscape? Okay. It's a landscape right. photo. No, yeah. I, I mean, I want to. So yeah. okay, understood. And then your third one, um, I just lost it. Uh, your oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. Twenty twenty two Verano Social Club Horseshoe Champ. Oh God. Belt buckled. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Call out card. Champion. Yeah. Second place. Champion. I won money, which I wanted. <laughs> Who beat Bad. you? Whatever. You didn't want the buckle. You wanted the money. I would have sold the belt buckle. <laughs> In real life, like right away. All right. I think this He's is He's still bitter. <laughs> He's still bitter. Well, I mean, Lance and I drew. I mean, it was just like it was. That's a good partnership. Yeah. But, but you, Me and I, Jared Nethaway. No, I didn't know Jared. I, I mean, I, you're, you're, you're solid. I didn't know Nethaway was as good. I, you know, I, didn't th- I don't think he's. I think he he grew he threw great that day. You don't think he's capable of doing it again, do you? Mm, yep. I, he he was he wasn't missing. Did you was, see me take him around and pep talk him like, I, hey no, kid, this is that would have that would have that would have followed my lead. That would have done follow the opposite because he would have he's like, what's this fucking midget telling me? To fuck? I'm like, I got a longer arm and my fucking shoes already fucking three quarters Damn. of the way down there. Yeah, no. Well, congrats. All right. Uh-huh. So, of those three, I digress. Of those three, keeping okay. selling. Yeah, I'm absolutely keeping the John Wayne. Uh, it's a it's a from a movie Hondo, I think in 1953, and my mom's um, uncle or or cousin worked in the movie business back then, and uh, asked John Wayne to sign a picture for my mom when she was a little kid, and uh, my mom has since transferred it over to me, and it's uh, in an undisclosed location. And uh, that's what I'm keeping. And keep, sell, throw away. So you're tossing something and you're selling something. Either the, um, the belt buckle's going in the garbage and you're selling I'm gonna s- um, Ryan DeFern's landscape I'm- or you're going to... Burn Ryan's landscape picture with his Here's the thing, Fern, and you're right here, and, and I'm, I hate to say this, but I'm going to I'm gonna throw away your picture because I <sighs> could get another, another one, one from you. Yes. It's, it's, it, I, could, I could ask you to print me another one. Honestly, I couldn't pick a better friggin'. I mean, for you to be here I know. The, and for that to happen and me spitballing over here to... Yeah, I hate to say that, but... Because yeah. I could um, get another one. The belt buckle, I'm going to sell reluctantly. And you could maybe and I'm buy it back. Yeah, you could maybe steal yeah. it back. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah no, he's gonna he ain't he's gonna pawn it. People exactly. pawn it. Exactly. He's gonna, go so he's gonna it. come yeah. back and buy it back yeah. for more than I pawned it for. It's a good call. Okay, wow, you're a good man. Yeah, you are a good. man. I mean, man. that's good. that's that's that takes effort to say, <clears throat> considering I was. Uh, I I mean, I would probably look you in your eye and say, I'm going to sell your or pawn it. at yeah, you know, at bare minimum, but he's gonna throw it away. But no, I think it's the best call. Um, wow. Yeah, I was in uh, Lone Pine, California, uh, where they filmed a lot of these uh, westerns back in the day. And uh, what is it? I think it's called the Mount Whitney Restaurant. And I sent some of the photos on the wall, 
of John Wayne. It's just the coolest place. All I think it was one great of the old same pictures photos. I have. Yeah, so yeah. I sent a picture of all these pictures on the wall, and Scott had text back like circled, "Hey, that one on the wall. I got that one signed." Yeah, that's right. To my mom, it was it's pretty amazing. It's, it's a, a pretty cool, famous picture. He's it's a got a great his story. Belt buckle and, with uh, the. Um, it's a good gun photo of him. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's a pretty iconic picture. Yeah, I don't. I, I would save that forever. Can't get another one of those. No. No way. And and I have a couple other ones from her signed by some pretty... Uh, I'm trying to think who. Rosie's got uh, Sandy Koufax. Oh, wow. And then my uncle's got Joe Montana on a, uh, a bar napkin. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Autographs? Autographs. Yeah. Is it framed? Uh-oh. We could, don't get uh, started. My uncle, yeah, the, the, uh, the cocktail napkin is, yes. I don't know where the Sandy Koufax... I don't know, Sean. Can you beat that one of Joe signing my tits? That's pretty good. Joe Montana signed your tit. That must yeah. be one ginormous. It, it, it looks like it, but I'm or nipple like areola. I think you were on that text thread. He was signing my shirt. He came to Sonoma in, for in the early nineties, yes. and I I circled back through the line yes. like five times, and I didn't yes. have anything left. So I said, "Hey, just sign the shirt on my back." My dad had him sign. A, you should have just done on your back. Hat. Tattoo it. Yeah, there you go. And I always think that, like, if I have someone in front, I'm like, would I do that? I say that, but then, like, if it happened, like, would I? If it was Joe Mon or Jerry, I'm probably happy. I'm probably gonna do it. Well, thanks, guys. That was uh, that was fun. Did you go? Uh, no, I don't have to go. You no, have to go. Ridiculous. No, I don't have to go. What? No. That's not fair. Then you could never go again because sometimes when you feel like doing it, you do go. Yeah, it's not I, fair sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. But that's it's called. It's called Frankie C's pick to be for a reason. So. Damn, power's gone to his head. I know. He's we We're gonna take away monster. your segment, dude. All right, so I have a, a ticket stub from the. <laughs> we got a cat 49er. on Frank's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a 49er ticket stub for the to their first Super Bowl in Detroit. Um, in Pontiac. In Pontiac, Michigan. Um. My 1975 Chevy Cheyenne pickup. Is that at your parents' house? Uh, Yeah. It's still there. Still there. Got it up and running. It's roadworthy now. Nice. And then I guess uh, the candlestick uh, seats. Mm. So the candlestick seats can fucking be thrown away. I wouldn't mind. You got gypped on those, didn't you? Yeah. So there's a backstory to it. (laughs) We can, that'll be another topic. Let's just maybe save that. Yeah, we'll shelf that. I have Um, another, I have another one. Uh, sorry, you just sparked something in me. The uh, the banjo man. Don't you hate the banjo man? I have no respect for the banjo. Okay, man. that's another What's topic up, I want to touch that's on fine. next we'll week. We'll shelve that. Yeah. How do you hate? Okay. Oh God, <laughs> it's it's called ethics. Okay, I went Which, to a game with him. He he explained it all to me, but I think our listeners need to hear it. So okay. we'll save okay. it. Yeah. All right. Do, do I mean, am I out of line? No. When you explained it, I, I kind of understood, and I'm okay. like, you're right. You're right. Let's save it. I mean, you, yeah, I, we'll save it. you don't have to agree with me. I think that's I an agree with thing. you. Okay. All right. Um, so the, the candlestick seats, we again, that gone. Goodbye. Burned. Burned. You'd probably uh, like to watch them burn and melt. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, probably would sell the 75 Chevy. Those is, you know, it's in that year of square body Chevrolets. So could probably get a good penny. And then, yeah, I'd, I'd keep the, the Warrior or the, the stub. The stub. Good. The, that's good. From the first Super Bowl, 81. I think that's a good, reasonable so, answer there. Uh, there's probably some other things. I have a bunch of 49er pennants. I don't want 
probably sell those. So. You know, when you, you, you asked me this, I was actually thinking in uh, 2017 when we had the fires here, it, it was starting to get pretty real. And they were like cutting a fire line above our house. And my wife was like, we got to get out of here. This is going, this is getting too crazy. I didn't take anything. And it was literally like, I was like, I don't know if we're going to come back here. <laughs> That's so typical. You I, know I, I, I grabbed my passport and this is embarrassing to even admit. What do you need your passport for? I don't know why I did that. The last thing you need is your passport. I know. You never travel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's the, and that's the one thing you uh, grab. Oh, <laughs> Scott, Sean, Sean, you never try. I gotta get my passport. There's one stamp in it. Yeah, I went like, where'd you go? Two two miles into Mexico. You don't get your passport stamped in Mexico. So there's no stamps in it then. <laughs> you have to show it, but they don't stamp it. Oh, I think man. they do. Don't no, they? they don't. Maybe if you fly, no, they don't. They don't stamp it. Nope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have a Baja sword. Show yeah, me. Show right? me. I'll have to look through it. I'll bring it next Friday. I, I think I do actually too. It's I've been to that. Mexico like five times and, and not one stamp on my passport in the last. It's, it's flying there? Flying, driving, all of it. I don't think they do it when you drive in. I've done them. I've done them. Not both. that I would know because I've never done it, but I've done it both <laughs> and no stamps. Interesting. Because I, I like getting a stamp in my passport. I know. Yeah. I think you're wrong. Okay. I mean, I don't feel Prove confident wrong, saying. I know. I'll bring I, well, my passport. I'll, I'll bring next my passport. Well, you're gone next week, so um, we'll Facetime you. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's, you know. Nope. What's the point of it if they don't do it? Right. I don't know. I, I've always been confused by that too. Let's all bring our passports yeah. next week. I'll bring mine. I'll be on my bidet. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yes. I digress. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Th- thanks, guys. That's uh, that was a good one. one my, uh, I liked it. You know, was it silly enough for you, Scotty? Yeah. Okay. I want silly, Light- sillyness. I want two like just. I want two. You want Sean not to stop laughing for like forty five seconds? Yeah, I want two. Something. Well, no, I want two serious questions and then one just. Oh, you like my two serious, silly um, one? All right, well, I'll I'll get back in the garage. Uh, you know, I'll spend some time in there. Yeah, just give, give us two that, I'll, I'll that correspond, and then one that's just so off the wall that it okay. makes us all laugh. Fair enough. And think outside the box. All right. I'll try to get yeah. back to my... It's my good process. stuff, though. I liked it. Sean, we're going to need a history fact from you. Frank, we still need an umpire rule. Eep. And birthdays and life sentence. So um, do you want to touch on Leonard skin rod? Mm. Oh, that's right. We still got the rod. We don't have to spend too much time yeah, on it. I think it's worth... Uh, it's worth mentioning. I just want I mean, to mention, I said Warriors in seven. It's going to happen. And I'm sure you bet against them. Yeah. Um, Hedge your bets. Leonard Skinrod. Uh, Ryan brought this to my attention, I don't know, in the last year or two. But this took place in, in 2007, 2008. There was this mythical <laughs> guy creeping around Reno who was a marathon runner. And um, so there's an article, I think it was by the Sierra Sun, which is the local newspaper up there. Uh, There's a few local newspapers. That might be, uh, I don't know, a general North Lake Tahoe. Could be Truckee. I don't think it's specific to Incline Village, but yeah, it's a Tahoe newspaper. Talking about the the race, the the marathon up there, and they also do a... uh, it's like what do they call it? The triple, triple something. It's like three marathons in the course of a couple of days. It's called the Tahoe Triple, 
Lakeside, mm. Lakeside Marathon, the Calneva Marathon, and the Lake Tahoe Marathon. Wow. And it's three marathons back to back. And this, this guy, Leonard Skinrod, um, he, he, in 2007, he ran it and he ran around the Lake Tahoe so fast his toenails fell out. And in 2008, armed with his traditional handlebar mustache, mutton chops, and a pack of marble reds, Skinrod ho- hoped to capture the title at Lake Tahoe Marathon Sunday and add it to his crown of his last year's Tahoe Triple Champion. He would have to fend off competition from two-time winner Tony Torres over the 26.2 miles between Tahoe City and South Tahoe. But Skinrod, who ran the first marathon of last year's triple faster than the entire field in the Lake Tahoe Marathon, is feeling good about his chances. This is from a Sierra Sierra Sun article. So after enduring the brutal 78.6-mile triple marathon in 2006, Skinrod knew how to push through pain. Uh, The answer to his soreness after turning in a blistering 8-hour and 33-minute time for the three marathons last year was a cigarette and a couple Miller Genuine drafts. So there's pictures of him on the internet, and he's just your classic white trash-looking... Reno. Reno, mutton chops, smoking a ciggy. Looks like Beavis, a Beavis and Butthead. Um, But this guy runs marathons. In 2008... he he was found drinking a, a a tall boy a king cobra after the race, which was his post race beverage of choice, and his average mile per minute was five minutes and fifteen seconds, which is un. Wow. If you ever yeah. ran a mile like it, that is impossible, especially for a long uh, distance, not just one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't run one mile in five minutes of my life. Depending, no, on dude. It. I that that's five minutes. Five. Impossible. What was it? Five twenty. Yeah. Uh, like seven minutes is. 515. Yeah, that's insane. I remember we did that like Altamira, like seven yeah, like grade, seven minutes. Like you have to run a mile in seven minutes. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, there was like the presidential thing. You did pull-ups too. Yeah, did... there was a whole exercise thing. Like, yeah. I ain't freaking running a mile. And I'm like, I think I got like seven minutes and Which is 30 good. seconds. That's like, not bad. They're like, well, you didn't get there. I'm like, well, fuck. I was like 32 seconds off. That was the worst <laughs> running those. Tri- yeah. Dirt. Um, around around the field, Altamira track back then. Oh my god, dirt. Yes, still is. Is it? Shocker. Um, so his his signature handlebar mustache, Skinrod said, the wind resistance from his furry facial hair does not worry him. He says the handlebar it might sh- it might slow me down, but it's worth it for the intimidation. Um, so in 2008, he ended up placing second in the marathon, falling behind his nemesis Torres by 11 minutes. Did Stan Augustine have a handlebar mustache when he played I don't football? think he ever had a handlebar. He had a mustache. I don't think he had a handlebar. I don't even know if he had a mustache back then. Um, but anyway, Skinrod fell off the map. He disappeared. I haven't heard. I looked for articles on him. Only things I could find are from 2007, 2008. Um, he must have crept back into the, the murky dive bars and strip clubs of the biggest city. The biggest, the biggest little, little city. city. The biggest little city. little city. Thank you. In the world. That's a great city name, by the way. Biggest little city in the world. Um, if you see him at a bar or the Gold Dust West Casino. Tombstone? Buy him a malt liquor, and but don't make eye contact with him. Is that what he says? <laughs> no, that's what <clears throat> I say. <laughs> do not do um, that. It's just a fascinating... Um, it's a lore. ...story. I had heard of him... Maybe two times while I was in college. I is his name was, real? 
I, I can't be real. Can't you know? His name's not they real, s- but he's real. He's real. He must have created this name. I mean, how could you have that name so close to the band name? I don't know. But um, wow, yeah. When I got did, to did college, he start or end a race with a cigarette? Both. Does he have it? Like just hanging off his lip when he runs? I think so. That's amazing. What's his name again? Leonard Skinrod. Leonard Skinrod. See, I, I mean, I need to, I need to dig and read on him. I mean, I this is the first I've heard of him. You know, nobody's. I heard mean, of this if guy. someone, yeah, but you know, like let's talk about Danny Hines. I'm like, all right, I can, you know, like I know Danny Hines, but like Leonard Skinrod. I mean, he was yeah. The legend. funny thing is, I was thinking about this earlier when you brought this up that I was in college, 2000 to 2004 up in Tahoe, and I think it was my first year up there <clears throat> playing soccer, we were running, and somebody mentioned something like, you know, well, don't, why are you complaining? Skinrod can do it or whatever. And you hear <laughs> that, and you're just like, well, hold, hold up. up. Hold up a sec. Like, what's who's Skinrod? <laughs> and the, the story was, hey, it's like two packs a day. Hey, this guy smokes two packs a day, and he runs marathons. And okay, I heard that, whatever, interesting. But it was another source years later. I think it was one of my brother's friends that brought up. Uh, I swear I went to high school. Guy yeah. like <laughs> he that. looks just like it. Well, I mean, hey, if you think you can do it, you know, Skinrod can do this. He smokes two packs a day. And I sat on that for years and said, okay, is this mythical figure? Mm-hmm. Sometime after college, I had done that Google search and found this. But it wasn't until what a year or two ago, maybe last year, I sent that article. It came out. into my head again, and I I researched it, and that's when I sent the text so to you good. guys to inform you of this. And that's why I want to bring kind of crazy story about this guy, and uh, that it happens to be real. You know, I I didn't really believe that you could smoke two packs a day and yeah, be some marathon Leonard runner. skin rod. Yeah. I mean, do I have to state the obvious? But like yeah. this picture right here shows him in basically a wife beater with his handlebar mustache and slick back hair drinking a King Cobra like he just got done with the marathon smoking a Marby Red. If anything, I kind of like that it brings up the... Uh, you don't have to kind of fit the mold of what people think you have to do if you want to any physical thing oh to be a marathon runner you got to do this Mm -hmm. oh to do that kind of a genetics thing like some people kind of are born with certain traits that can allow them to do certain things that uh, like i can smoke two packs a day and win marathons in high elevation not sustainable but i know it's like uh, Marshawn Lynch eating Skittles on the sidelines or Jim Leland smoking dirts in the dugout. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean. It's just fascinating. Yeah. yeah. It's not There's a small window. There's we a small window where you can two do it. packs of cigarettes is not Maybe a he's good the idea Armstrong for of like long distance running. Maybe. It's just like, I'm just going to have you think a diet he's of up? drinking and smoking, but I'm going to do so many roids. But I, if nothing else, it's it's something to put out there to people if you're curious. It's a fun, Leonard Skinrod. It's a fun. It's story. a name to look up. It's a legend. And, uh, it's hard to find. Definitely though. a Tahoe legend that's right up there with some of the better ones. 
and definitely try to google him but he's super hard to find because you you google leonard skinrod it's going to be leonard skinner all day all day but if you uh if you put sierra's son leonard skinrod you might find there's an interview with him which is interesting and there's there the interviewer is accusing him of uh creating this alter ego and he's denying it. So it's kind of interesting. Inter- yeah. So it, do we even know if Leonard Skinrod is like still with us? I, we don't know. He disappeared so, off the map. I can't so find it, anything. So Leonard Skinrod, in the sense, is like the Yeti. Yeah. Did he foot. even exist to begin or with? Tahoe Tessie. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Tahoe yeah. Tessie. Yeah. The Loch Ness Monster of so Tahoe. We, we, Leonard Skinrod's current, aware, or current whereabouts. position, whereabouts. Nobody knows. We don't know. He's gambling in Reno, smoking ciggies. Yeah. He's like dealing pie gal and yeah, <laughs> two packs a day. Working yeah, on the that Silver was, Legacy. Uh, Between was, here and maybe Taiwan, bouncing back and forth. 2007, we're looking at 15 years ago. He can't be running marathons. I don't know. Can he? Who knows? Nobody knows. There was rumors uh, people saw him on the sidelines of Usain Bolt's no. With his team. Yeah. <laughs> You're just now making stuff But I mean, up. tell me somebody walks up and mentions a guy last name Skinrod to you that you're not going to at least I'm in. ask something. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to well, know more. Hey, wait a minute. Skinrod? It's almost like he's like D.B. Cooper, the guy that. Yes. Was, yeah, um, exactly. The plane that jumped out of a plane with a bag of money. Money, mm-hmm. yeah. And never, never to be seen, seen again. Since, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hope he's still alive. I'm sure he's. Living lavishly. There's a good uh, documentary, I think, on Netflix about it. It's, yeah, it's, I think I've seen that. It's good. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how people can get so wound up in a story and believe that you know something's a certain way because that's kind of what one individual in this thing. You know, he's a little, I think, cuckoo. Well, it's just he's got. He was so you know, enamored. he was en- enamored with the story and finding out who did it and, and, and the money and the time that he put into, you know, it just kind of brainwashed him a bit. Yeah, it took, it took over. Anyways. Could be a good cover band name. Could yeah, be, yeah, could be a good porno name. That would be a great porno uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, I don't know. That's just, yeah, like, uh, that name What is your porno ways. name? I, I thought that it's like the, like the street you lived on and your mother's maiden name? I thought it was like your first pet in the street you lived on. There's a whole bunch of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Spike Railroad, baby. Spike <laughs> Railroad. <laughs> <That's true>. Wow. <laughs> Dickie Boy Pearson. Oh, man. I'm like Lucy Garricky or something. I'd be Sylvester Melody. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are all decent. Snickers MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> These are all decent names. <laughs> Sounds like a like an army general. Back in what was yours, Frank? Dickie Boy Lambert or Dickie Boy Pearson. Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> all of those work. They all work. Uh, good stuff. Sean, we need a history fact out of you, and then we're going to go to an umpire rule. All right. I wasn't prepared for this, but I didn't. You're never prepared. I know. Surprise. Yep, not really. So, uh,. Sacramento has not always been the capital city of California. Monterey. Benicia. Those are two. Monterey was the first one. Uh, Actually, that was before statehood. Monterey. But yes, it was. That was when it was Mexico. So we got Monterey, Benicia. Any other guesses? There's a few more. 
capital of, of, of Stockton. I heard nope. that for like the we first, say Sacramento already? first two days of California statehood or something, that Sonoma was the capital. I, I, that's why I was going to bring this up because mm. I thought it was, but I, I found it, it's not. Not for one day? Not even for one day. Hmm. Maybe that's just Sonoma. Oh, the bear, uh, we should bear do an episode on the Bear Flag Revolt. My dad knows a lot about that. We, we need to call him back. Get him back. One day, I thought it was when the Bear Flag Revolt happened. Well, it's when California became a state, so I don't see how it wouldn't have been the capital it at had that to point. Have been. Right. It was the it was first the not, not unless so the other cities are Monterey. Monterey, Scott was right. San Jose, Vallejo, yeah. Benicia, oh, yeah, wow. and San Francisco. Believe it or not, back mm. in the 18, 1860s. Good shit. Wow. My great grandpa. Like it. I need to do a little bit more digging. So I'm pretty sure I, I had yeah. it in my head that Sonoma was had to have been. I thought it was. We'd need to do an episode on the Bear Flag Revolt. Oh sure. We'll, we'll get Austin it. Peterson on. Let's do yeah. it. He he reenacted James Marshall it. Marshall mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got a, on that history fact. I got another one for you guys. You know how on the top of a bear on a on the top of a flagpole, there's a ball, like a yes. brass like ball. A brass ball. Yep. Why? What's in that? There's uh, something inside of it. There should be. There, get, I was gonna say there's not. There's nothing. Uh, I would think a whole bunch of air. Air. Wait. A void, Gun as powder. like we'd like to say, the, the concrete industry. Mm, that's close. Gunpowder. So. What I've understood, and I don't know if this is true, I haven't looked this up, but soldiers' tears. There's a needle and thread to repair the flag if it ever gets ripped or torn. You have that a needle sense. and thread, and there's a bullet to bite the bullet if the enemy comes and overtakes your flag. We're gonna bite the bullet, so hope it explodes. Commit suicide because you're about to get overtaken. Do you think you're gonna be able I don't to know if that would work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the. That's well, what I've heard. I've heard I hope you guys. Ball. I was hoping you guys would have a better. I'll give you the the, the needle, and um, but but that's why string, it's, but it's the, a ball to store stuff in there. You could climb the flagpole if the enemy's approaching, or if the flag gets damaged, you go up I'm, after I'm, the war. I'm, yeah, well, yeah, maybe back in the musket cannon days. That's why I'm saying. Why is it a ball? No, I'm talking. It's about decorative. I say Look that, it up, yes. people. Look it up. It's funny that he had a historical fact or he like didn't even ready know if it to was go real, because, real or not. <laughs> but he figured you weren't going to come through. Oh, a lot of opinions, oh. a few facts. Damn. <laughs> that too. Side note: that was a great uh, lead up to the Super Bowl this year when they played that flag Johnny Cash song. Do you guys see that before the Super Bowl mm-hmm. this year? I didn't know. Oh, it was beautiful. Really. Huh? How did no. we miss that? Yeah, how do we? It was like I saw Rihanna played the whole song. I don't remember that though? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, who was it? Uh, is it Stapleton? <laughs> Stapleton crushed in that. Oh yeah. my god! I, I mean, in recent years, probably. I think all time, be- all time best mm. ever. Better than Marvin Gaye, the Laker game. Yes, nah, Marvin Gaye. That's my number one. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can. I'm putting honestly, Chris Stapleton right there. I'll give. I. I how about Carl Lewis? I want Lewis? to say top three, but he's definitely maybe in my top five. I mean, it's... it's it was so... It was it so was, good. It was one, like, there wasn't over the... It was... Like, it was I can't say it. It was. It was... Whitney Houston? Number one. Oh, yeah. All Whitney. Day, Whitney. All day, every day. I, the, it was the most... Which who? Whitney Houston Whitney? at the Super Bowl. Like, there was... No, you'll never see a crowd react the way that they did to her Super Bowl singing National Anthem. Hmm. I'll guarantee you. I've watched... Tons of them. 
I mean, Marvin Gaye was that uh, like seventy nine. It was like NBA the NBA All Star. Yeah, it was the NBA All Star. That might be game. the NBA Finals. She did, or was that no? That was the Super Bowl. That was Super Bowl. I think. Insane. Was it like the uh, Giants Buffalo like ninety one ninety two ish? Buffalo Giants. That's it. Buffalo. That's a tough run. Tough road. Four yeah. four yeah. Super Bowls. In yeah. a row. In a row. Did you like see the... Uh, Sunday. It'll knock your socks off. <laughs> sure did Buffalo socks. Buffalo. <laughs> no. why, why am I blanking on their um, quarterback? Jim Kelly? The yeah. Jim Kelly and uh, Jeff NFL Life or whatever, that documentary. That was pretty fascinating. I've, I've met Jim Kelly. Really? Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. Tough guy. Tough guy. Um, yeah, four years. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. Can you yeah. imagine being a Buffalo Bills fan? No. No. I, I had I, to watch every Super Bowl. Pablo Santiago, diehard Buffalo Bill fan. Four um, times. Yeah, Whitney Houston, 91. Hmm. Good knowledge. Yep. Yeah, no, Whitney Houston was good. I mean, I feel like we need to end our show with, with Marvin. Though. I mean, honestly, I'm... That one, that one had some touch. That one had some feel. He put a little heart into that one. Let's get our sentence out. We got our uh, life sentence. Well, before that, I mean, Scotty wants an ump rule, so I'll give an ump rule. If the ball is struck and rolls on the ground and you throw it to first base prior to the runner getting to first base, he's out. Duh. And thanks for umpire rules. <laughs> All right, we got to go to birthdays here before we start wrapping it up here. This is uh, Sean's f- favorite segment, birthdays. I only got four of them because I wanted to make this quick, but in 1951, this gentleman, uh, not in 1951, when he was born in 1951, this guy had once, he's a seven-time NASCAR Winston Cup Series champion. He drove the number three die Dale hard. Earnhardt. Dale, one too soon. We the love intimidator. you. Intimidator. Intimidator. Happy birthday. Uh, 1963. This gentleman was, coached the uh, Canadian team in the Olympics, uh, most notably for the Detroit Red Wings. I know the name. I just like to say his last name, Mike Babcock. Babcock. Bobcat. Bobcock. Uh, 1963. 1967, we have Cujo Curtis uh, Joseph. He was an mm. NHL goalie, most notably with your Edmonton Oilers. And lastly, again, Mr. Ryan DeFern being on our show with us, there's been a lot of overlap with this guy and what he's done in his life. But in 1970, and I can see DeFern loving this guy, he's uh, an eight-time Grand Slam title winner, uh, Olympic gold medal winner, 96. Can, can you guess, 1970? Johnny Mack? He has amazing hair, or, or lack thereof, yes. Andre Agassi. He never had the hair, right? It was a wig. Well, he did. He had some. He had no. Apparently, that was a wig. Really? Yes. It was a wig. Also, need to shelf that, and that is for a later date. I heard that and couldn't believe it. Hey, let's have a a, a drink to Dale, Mr. Mike Babcock, Cujo, Curtis (laughs) Joseph, and Andre Agassi. Thanks, you guys. Cujo, remember that movie filmed in Glen Ellen? Yeah, it was a dog, right? Stephen, Stephen King movie, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his name, Curtis Joseph Cujo. I mean, okay, cool, I guess, but he wasn't much they of They based the movie off him. He was short. Scott? Jeremy? 
Uh, I'm gonna start you off. Go. Life sentences. Winners never quit and quitters never win. Oh. Quitters never. What was that? Winners never quit. Quitters never win. Yeah. Oh. Deep. I like it. Who said that? Lombardi. You love. It's a slice of Brooklyn. Didn't you say you've, you've given us Lombardi for like the last three you, weeks? I, I always give you Lombardi or Mickey. I'd rather hear <laughs> Mickey, to be honest. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> I love Mickey. Burn? What is this? Uh, just a sentence for device. Just some, yeah. Where do you, if you need a minute, we could go around. If you got something, go. Uh, I heard this in a cool snowboard movie documentary snowboard video a number of years ago uh, by an old school snowboarder. He said, don't sweat the petty. Pet the sweaty. Oh, yes. okay. Wow. Salacious. Didn't see that coming from I, Fern. I, 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 right with you, Scott. <laughs> right <laughs> with you. That's almost... Elaborate on that. This is PG-13, to Oh, yeah. Okay? I mean, <laughs> this is old school 80 snowboarders. Sorry, bit, you put me on you know, there. I like it. It's, all right, Sean. Uh, I I heard this. My boss used to say this all the time at my old job. Um, when stuff didn't go right, he said, "If it's everybody's job, it's nobody's job." Wow. Mm. Okay. I think that's that's a good the most honest thing you have ever said since I've met you. Really? Yes. He said it to me a lot. <laughs> that's good. That I, I'm going to totally change mine off that because that just brought something up with me work-wise is uh, leave it better than you found it, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, I love that one. No, that's, that, uh, yeah, I dig. That's, that's a good on one. Job site. That's Kitchen, anywhere. Dishes, everywhere. Yeah. Borrow your neighbor's lawnmower, just bring it back, you know. Bring Maybe back, put some oil in it. Yeah. yeah. Shine it up. Hmm. All right. Um, I always know this is how we end our show and I usually never have anything um, prepared and I've used like the TLC you know don't go chasing waterfalls stick with the streams and the rivers that are used to Um, so I I, I, there's two things I'm going to say Ryan our friend uh, who was Lucky enough to join us today. Um, he, Honored. He, he mentioned something about patience, uh, specifically fishing. So uh, patience is a virtue. And then also uh, Papa Stan Augustine uh, brought up something that was, uh, I thought, very informative and something that everyone should uh, live by, especially if you're drinking alcohol, is know your limits, know when to stop. So uh, patience is a virtue and know your limits. I like that. Wise Know when to stop. Stan. Yeah. It's good dining on Garbo time. I think this is, Saturday I'm going to say it right now, and Sean's going to say something completely opposite of what I'm going to say right now, but I think this is probably our best pod we've done to date. Hey, don't don't share that opinion. Okay. <laughs> I got Sam, buddy Sam, that's been, uh, he wants to do a little something before uh, our encore musician comes and plays that Scott's got special he's gonna, guests. He's going to sit in and play got, a little bit, got, play us out? We got Sam making a phone call to someone here. Hello, this is Earl. Oh, hello. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> I can hear you okay. Who is this? Okay, that's good. Hey, listen, I'm Sam, and you don't know me, but I got your telephone number by Googling your license plate. 
I, I, yeah, and I don't take new well, customers anymore. I was walking anymore. past your car, and there was a man sleeping inside. You are, it wasn't my vehicle, I can guarantee I that. You call the police in case it's your partner or your relative or something. Whatever, you're lost. <laughs> Who was that? Who'd you oh, prank call with that? that? That's a, uh, who'd you prank call? Good old Jerky love boy? Electrician mm. of our, of a, that, <laughs> sure, that's uh, not Sean. Uh, that that's totally a, like Jerky Boy. Sound like Huel Hauser. That was oh. good. Oh, everybody, good night. Have a good night. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Know your limits. Jerry, we love you.